0: Avoid legal snacks by telling people they're being recorded. You should know I'm recording. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm always asking people, are you recording this? <laughs> it's like easy <Yeezy's> Psycho. <laughs> there are so
0: many creative things happening all around us that we can't possibly keep track of them all. So we're going to speed date with the world. I'm your host, Corey Stewart. And together, we're going to meet fascinating people doing amazing things. Welcome to our very first episode. Glad you found us. Today, we're basically testing the show format, checking the audio, and just generally seeing what happens when we play around and have a good time. Since you're listening, leave us some feedback wherever you get your podcast and tell us what you don't like so we can change it. And of course, tell us what you do like so we don't change it. Since this is our very first episode, we're gonna do what everyone does when they get started. We're gonna interview a friend. I met Brandon in Dallas and have known him for about 10 years now. He spent most of his career in recruiting, but has also started a few businesses along the way. Currently, he owns his own recruiting firm and has recently launched a tea company. Let's go ahead and get started. To kick off the show, we always let the last guest pose an icebreaker question to the next guest. Here's what they asked. Who was your childhood celebrity crush?
1: Oh, man. I, you know, the weird thing is I don't think I've ever had a crush or, like, admired anybody famous from, like, being a kid to, like, even now. You know, I did what? have a, I did have a dream one time. I was, like, best friends with Macaulay Cul- Culkin, like, after Home Alone came out. And uh, yeah. I remember waking up, like, really disappointed. Like, he wasn't my best friend in real life. But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think I'm okay with that.
0: We'll start our speed date right after a quick word from our sponsor. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried intermittent fasting, but the hunger pangs are by far the worst part. It can be difficult for some people to skip that first meal, but I don't care who you are. By the time that second and third meal come around, it's both a physical and a mental game to keep from inhaling a box of chocolate chip cookies. And that's where Tea comes in. Tea has 13 different ingredients that naturally suppress your appetite. Ingredients like green tea, guarana seeds, and cola nut, just to name a few, all packed into a 7 gram bag of tea. That's about 4 times larger than most bags of tea. I put mine in an extra large travel mug, fill it with hot water, and steep the bag for several minutes. Then after I finish drinking the tea, I repeat the process a few more times, yeah, the bag's that big, you're going to reuse it several times. The founder originally designed this tea for intermittent fasting, so it has zero calories and zero grams of sugar. So whether you need help through the hard times of intermittent fasting or just want a little help curbing your appetite between meals to avoid snacking, this tea is for you. Head over to ifteacompany.com, that's I-F-T-E-A company.com to place your order today. Use promo code SPEEDDATE30 for 30% off all of your orders. Okay, let's get back to Brandon. But before we do, I should let you know that Brandon actually owns the FT company. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But right now, tell me, Brandon, did you move to Dallas straight from Oklahoma?
1: Yes. Yeah, I came I mean, after I, uh, I graduated from Oklahoma State and then moved to Dallas. Um,
0: Actually, I don't even know where Oklahoma State University is.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Oklahoma State is uh, a little bit north of Tulsa in, in Stillwater. It's a really small town. I don't know, it's, it's one of those schools like you don't really think of unless you go there. Or your parents force you to like because uh, we have... Oklahoma University it's like growing up in Texas (laughs) you're probably going to be a Texas fan and uh, you're not going to be a a Texas Tech fan unless you grew up near Lubbock which is in the middle of nowhere or your parents forced you right
0: yeah my brother and sister-in-law both went
1: to Texas Tech oh okay so you know how it is that you know our pain so what was it like going to college there Uh, I loved it. It was, it was like, uh, I think a lot of people that were from like small town Oklahoma went there. So it was really like laid back and southern hospitality type feel there. You know, that's kind of like the the attitude I like people I like, but yeah, it was really fun. And you know, if I could go back in time, probably would have focused more on uh, learning. You know, I guess that would be who I am (laughs) without everything I did in college. So (laughs) yeah. So what I'm saying is I don't really use my finance degree a whole
0: lot. Oh, you got a finance degree? I didn't, I didn't know you got a finance degree. I
1: don't constantly think back to uh, finance classes and what I learned. I'm like, oh, I can really apply this knowledge right now. So yeah, went to Oklahoma State, moved to Dallas. To chase your did, dreams? Yeah, to chase my dreams of being a, a recruiter. <laughs> <laughs> and um, How did you get into recruiting? You know, I kind of always had like this entrepreneurial mind and I try to do my own like dry, clean delivery thing. And I think it was just really too young to handle that and probably didn't have enough money to kind of like grow that and make it what I wanted it to be. And so when I started looking for jobs again, somebody found me. They found my resume and asked me if I wanted to talk to them about recruiting. And it was a like one of those like boiler room type places where it's just <laughs> yes. sweatshop and, and they they drive you crazy with like micromanagement. But um, wow. I hated it at the time, but it was like one of the best things I did because it really kind of gave me, I guess, the tools to, to be more successful. So once I got yeah. out of there, it didn't have to deal with that. I, I was doing pretty great at recruiting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now How long did you do the uh, the dry cleaning? Yeah. How long did you run the, the dry cleaning business or delivery uh, business? Like, did
1: you, did you yeah. even do the dry cleaning or? No, what I did when I was working in accounting, I was waking up early and I was working at this dry cleaner by our apartment I asked the, the owner um, he was like yeah you can come in <laughs> and you work and we'll show you how this all works so I did that for like a month I was working at the dry cleaners for like two hours every morning before I went to work and <laughs> oh, wow. I learned how it all worked and he he said he'd be like dry cleaner because you know a lot of times that's how it works anyway like if you drop your clothes off to a place there's no dry cleaner on site they'll just take it to a place that actually has the equipment and then they'll take a fee so you know it was nothing new to him uh so yeah i did that i think i feel like it was nine months but it was probably like six months and i didn't have enough money to like sustain me to keep me alive as i went and you know, I think I got a job as a server for a few months until I found like a full time gig. And plus, I wasn't like super passionate about dry cleaning. Who really is, I guess. But, you know, my friends like to keep, uh, I, you know, I have these like flyers. They like to keep it on their fridge and some kind of. Cruel joke. They keep telling me they're going to call me <laughs> for track <drag> lead delivery. <laughs> so, hey, you can't hit a home run unless you swing the bat. And how long have you been in recruiting now? So probably 13, 12, 13 years, something like that. A little over a year ago, I got more into just doing independent recruiting on the side. And was able to uh, find enough business to where I could do it full time. So I, I basically have my own practice now and got to a point where I have... More freedom and time, and um, I still enjoy it. But uh, with all the time, I was able to start FT, and um, I, I really you know, like doing it because. I'm really into intermittent fasting and it, it has kind of changed my life in a way. I hate saying that because it sounds like over the top, but, it, <laughs> but you know, being a major binge eater and like a guy that just goes downward uh, into a downward spiral when he eats, uh, I needed that. And um, so having that time-restricted diet of intermittent fasting has changed everything and, and the tea has helped. And um, it's something like I, I feel really confident and like proud to, to like sell and have other people use.
0: Now you... You sort of went out and took the plunge um, to to leave your job and, and start the entrepreneurial process of starting your own recruiting company. You got that idea when you went traveling around the world for
1: a little while? I think that's really kind of where like it all started. As far as me really looking for like more independence. So I really don't, I think Danielle, my wife had, uh, she was really fed up with work and, you know, know, I did recruiting forever and I felt like that was something I could jump in and out of. And I think I really did read like the four hour work week with Tim Ferriss. One of the things he talks about is like, what is the worst possible scenario or situation that could happen if, if you did decide to like take a risk in something. And I was like, you know, what, how, how bad gonna be if, if we did quit our jobs and we decided to travel around, you know, we have the means to do it and she was basically if we can rent our house out long enough um i'll do it it was a little tough because like who wants to rent out a house for like seven or eight months so <laughs> it's like a really random number a uh this guy who played for the seahawks was like just cut and he was coming into town he needed like somewhere to stay for like eight months and he rented out the house and you know, I was like hey we're going to i called Danielle. i was like hey we're we got someone right at the house we can go to europe so it was it happened so fast it was like next week she quit her job and then like three weeks after that we're headed to new york and then we're off to like all over europe for you know six months or so and mexico and central america and they even knocked out a few weddings before we came back but you know doing that or through that process i was like this is so great i don't want to jump back into what we were doing before um, she did, but uh, I didn't. <laughs> she didn't want to, but she doesn't have, you know, I think it takes a particular kind of mindset of like this risk taking mindset to really take a plunge and, and be willing to take, you know, the risk of get up your job and kind of pursue something that's not as safe. And she's not like that. She's very risk averse, but. Um, so, which is great. She, I was like, good, you, you get the health insurance and then I'll sort out the other stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, you take care of me while I sort everything. All
0: uh, right. She's the hero in the relationship. Right. <laughs> what was your favorite place that you went?
1: Uh, like we've always loved Italy so much, um, just because it's like so ancient and pretty and the food and everything is great. Uh, you know, between Florence and Rome, I, I think I just love all the art in Florence, but like there's just so much ancient history in Rome. And, uh, it's really cool.
0: So you're a dad now tell us about
1: that. Uh, yeah, me. that is fun. He, uh, I hate to say it, but it's really not as hard as I thought it was going to be, <laughs> Really? <laughs> <laughs> right. I think people who might listen to this would, um, hate me, but I think I've been pretty lucky with, with our daughter, Reagan, um, besides having some sleep problems, as far as just not sleeping through the night for about a year, uh, other than that, I really don't think it's too bad. But I think it, I think it helps a lot being working from home and having the flexibility, because um, and being able to like afford daycare. Because honestly, I think it'd be really hard. I don't really don't know how some people would handle it. They both have full time jobs and they aren't flexible. And you could just um, bail out for a doctor's visit. You know, get a good daycare. Yeah, I could see it being a lot harder. So luckily, I guess I had the means to to make it easier on myself.
0: So you said it was not as difficult as you thought it would be. Like, what are some of the things that you did not experience
1: that you thought that you would? <laughs> I have no idea what I was expecting. <laughs> That's probably why it took me so long to have a kid. Maybe it was just in my mind. Maybe I just knew what a terrible kid I was growing up, and, and I was just assuming that was going to happen. Um, and it could still happen. She's, you know, she's still growing, and uh, she could turn into a, a complete, uh, you know, insane person, <laughs> driving me crazy. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! It's game time.
0: So on a scale of one to 10, how do you how do you rate your Tea trivia knowledge? Or how do you rate your tea knowledge?
1: Oh, God. I'm going to say like three. And that might be overselling it there. But we'll see. Let's <laughs> just.
0: <laughs> Tell me, how many bags of tea does the Lipton Tea Company in Dubai produce per year? Oh, I did not
1: know it was in Dubai. It seems like a, an expensive place to have your business. <laughs> but uh God, lifted it is humongous. I'm going to say uh, two billion.
0: Five billion. Five billion bags of tea. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, man, that is
0: insane. All right. So how many years does it take for a new tea plant to be ready for
1: harvest? Those tea plants, they can get pretty big. I want to say two. Three, it takes three years, even three. That's so long. I mean, just for oh, I guess I'm curious how much tea you can get off one plant.
0: Tea is made from the plant known as Camellia Sinesis. I think that's how you pronounce it. How old is the oldest
1: Camellia Sinesis plant? Oh, I'll say that's like so. There's like a plant out there currently alive that's really old. Okay, this is cool. I'm gonna say, uh, 2000 years old. It is 3,200 years old. <laughs> That's amazing. How much does the tea cost off of that plant? You don't think they're pulling uh, some luxury tea off of that? Where is Desjardins tea grown?
0: Um, Desjardins tea is also known as the champagne of tea.
1: Okay, for some reason, every time I think Darjeeling, I think maybe there's like a Wes Anderson movie. There's a Darjeeling Express or something, so I'm guessing, I'm going to guess India. Yeah,
0: it's in India. It's grown in at the base of the Himalayas. How many tea leaves does it take to make one pound of black tea?
1: Man, we're going to say like, probably 2,000 tea leaves.
0: 2,000? Hey, ding, 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 you got really?
1: it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> All these questions are making me better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which country consumes the most tea
1: I'm, I'm gonna have to go with china just because of all the people there yeah yeah china drinks the most now per capita maybe like I think england could beat them but i don't know so per capita i was actually surprised by this Turkey. Ah, oh,
0: interesting. And then followed by Ireland and then the United Kingdom. I would not have guessed Ireland. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed Ireland either. Figured they were too busy with whiskey and Guinness. But. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Just busy. laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, I don't remember seeing much tea when I was there. But yeah, I don't remember cool.
0: seen any tea, though. Unless it was in a hot toddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, let's see. I think I have one more question here. Um, what is the most common way to drink tea in Tibet?
1: They don't do that in my cup.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm thinking Tibet. <laughs> yeah, okay. So
0: what is the most common way to prepare tea in Tibet? And by that, I mean, like, what are the ingredients that they put in and serve with their tea? Oh, gosh.
1: What do they have going on up in this Himalayan? Um, yeah, I have... No idea. I'm very curious and interested now. Uh, it must be unique if it's you know, on your questionnaire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in Tibet, they're at a really high altitude, so apparently they prepare this because it helps keep them hydrated. But they put yak butter
1: and salt in it. Oh, so they rendered like the original bulletproof tea. I <laughs> oh yeah, guess. I didn't even
0: think about that. <laughs> <laughs> At speed dating with the world, we have our favorite list of go-to questions. Let's reach into our bag of tricks and give our date the third degree Oh, fun. What is your biggest non-work related accomplishment?
1: Definitely, I think um, it, I think it was accomplishment taking the risk and uh, you know quitting our jobs and renting out the house and uh, traveling for for eight months. I feel like that was um, not an easy thing to do. I feel pretty happy but I feel like when I'm older I'll look back and be pretty happy I did that. I don't think we'll be eighty and be like, I oh mean, I wish I would have just worked a little bit more in my thirties. <laughs> it's
0: like all right. So tell me, what is your most off the wall, weird
1: or unusual habit? I'll try not to, to draw this out for too long, but uh, like Jonah Hill in Bad, I've, I've probably been drawing wieners, uh, cartoony, not, you know, medical book looking ones <laughs> since I was at least in high school, maybe middle school. But it's kind of become an art, if you will. It still hasn't stopped, man. I, you know, I used to leave Danielle notes uh, and when I left to work. But I've left before her back in the day, just write something nice, and then I draw a little wiener at the bottom with some, uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes I make them a theme. Like One would be like a dragon or whatever, or karate, who knows. But I uh, <laughs> that, that would say that's my weirdest hobby or habit, if you want to call that weird
0: you tried to make a career out of this at one point right
1: <laughs> not that, i wouldn't say a career maybe a side project of uh penis pals it was the name of the i guess if you want to call it a company it was basically greeting cards uh with these hand-drawn uh wieners on them uh for all themes you know <laughs> mother's day or graduation whatever you wanted it for and um you know started a kickstarter campaign and everything but i i gave that up pretty fast because I was realizing it was going to be really hard to advertise and I didn't really want to try to figure out a way to to get it to go viral and I don't know, (laughs) I don't think my heart was in it.
0: All right. Well, in the in the show notes, I'm going to um, link to your Kickstarter campaign, which is still up there. So if you're interested in seeing some amazing dick drawings, right? <laughs> if it gets enough support,
1: <laughs> check it out. If you like it, let me know. Maybe I'll bring it back.
0: Can they go to the uh, the if T Company website? Do you, is there? There's got to be an email or a contact form or something on there.
1: Info at company.com You can email me and. Just say, just put in the subject line, penis pals, and be like, this is not about the tea. I want the cards.
0: Yeah, for my birthday uh, last year, Brandon uh, sent me a, a penis in front of a <laughs> big birthday cake, <laughs> and that's what's yeah. currently on my refrigerator. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. You should post that in the show notes, too. Yeah.
0: yeah. Third question. All right. What person, dead or alive, real or fictitious, would you like to have as your imaginary friend?
1: I feel like I got two options here I could go with. And I'm sure if I took a long time to think about it, <laughs> I probably would go with neither. Uh, but one, I think Seth Rogen would be a really fun person to have around. He just seems like a real funny laid back guy. I don't know. As an imaginary friend, and it's just me one on one all the time. That may not be very fun. And he can't really like, do anything and hang out with <laughs> Uh, otherwise, you know, I think maybe some like really great philosopher, uh, like, Plato or something would be great to have in my back pocket. Like in case I'm having a situation I'm I'm upset about and I need him to bring me some perspective and, you know, deeper thought and uh, you know, calm me down. You know, sometimes I, I'll go and read uh, you know, the meditations by Marcus Aurelius when I'm upset, just to kind of, you know, get some ideas of uh, maybe I'm in the wrong here. Maybe I need to change my perspective. It'd be nice if I could just go. To wherever the closet where I keep Plato, and be like, "Hey, give me some advice here, man." He'll probably end up speaking some ancient Greek language I can't even understand. (laughs) I'm just cursed. (laughs) Like, damn, you're the worst friend ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, Seth Rogen or (laughs) Plato?
0: In just a moment, we'll listen to our yay of the day. Talk about the most interesting hashtag we could find and find out what our next icebreaker question is. But first, one more time from our sponsor. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried intermittent fasting, but the hunger pangs are by far the worst part. It can be difficult for some people to skip that first meal, but I don't care who you are. By the time that second and third meal come around, it's both a physical and a mental game to keep from inhaling a package of Oreos. And that's where If Tea comes in. If tea has 13 different ingredients that naturally suppress your appetite ingredients like green tea, guarana seeds, and cola nuts, just to name a few, all packed into a seven gram bag of tea. That's about four times larger than most bags of tea. I put mine in an extra large travel mug, fill it with hot water and steep the bag for several minutes. Then after I finish drinking the tea, I repeat the process a few more times. Yeah, the bag's that big. You're going to reuse it several times. The founder originally designed this tea for intermittent fasting, so it has zero calories and zero grams of sugar. So whether you need help through the hard times of intermittent fasting or just want a little help curbing your appetite between meals to avoid snacking, this tea is for you. Or maybe you're just like me and you just want a great tasting tea. Head on over to ifteacompany.com, that's I-F-T-T-E-A company.com to place your order today. Use promo code SPEEDDATE30 for 30% off all your orders. And now it's time for our good news, yay the day. yay. yay, yay. To get your attention, the media primarily focuses on negativity. So we want to remind you it's still a wonderful world. In Florida, a family of four was on their way to the hospital in their minivan when they ran out of gas with a leaking tire while one of them was experiencing a medical emergency. First responders treated the person on site before transporting them back to the hospital. However, the rest of the family was stranded in the minivan on the side of the road with no money. Captain Dennis Noble and firefighters Joe Clark and Dwayne Norman decided to push the minivan to the nearest gas station, fix the tire, and pay to fill up the gas tank before sending the family on their way. To Dennis, Joe, Dwayne, and all the other first pers- First responders who come to our aid on a daily basis, thank you. And tonight, we'll raise a toast for you. Social media is getting more crowded by the day, so we're going to help you sift through it all to find those little hidden gems. It's your hashtag of the day. Have you ever taken a blurry photo only to find out it looks artsy and amazing? So do these people. Check out Instagram's hashtag blurpus, or just don't wear your contacts today it's time for ask it forward the opportunity for our current guest to ask the next guest, an icebreaker question to kick off the following episode.
1: So my question would be, and I think everyone has one is, uh, what is your best or most insane story that has to do with an Uber or Lyft or taxi ride?
0: To hear the response, remember to download the next episode or just make it easy on yourself. Subscribe right now to date with the world. Until next time.